Welcome back to the Morning Skate. Today we're joined by a very special guest. We got uh, myself and Ked, and we're joined by Anthony Mora from Blade Tech Hockey. Hi, guys. How you doing? <laughs> All right. Yeah, Blade <laughs> Tech. I'm, I'm jacked up. Anthony's on. I just I have to kind of just jump in here really quick. So, guys, uh, if you're watching the YouTube or Facebook, like you can see these skates. If, if you're listening to the podcast, these skates I've had for I think nine years. They're beat to shit. They're awful. And Anthony sent us these Blade Tech blades, man. They're easily the nicest thing on the skate. Look at these bad boys. They even have the little morning skate emblem on there. You like that? And uh, I, I personally actually feel a difference. I feel like sometimes, like you kind of have to like say certain things. Like I actually feel faster in these, so I can't wait to kind of get down into that. But Anthony, thanks for coming on the pod. How you doing, man? Hey guys, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk hockey, talk play tech with you guys, and and whatever else you want to talk about. <laughs> I, I love it, love yeah. it, man. And and we've we've been following you guys for for quite a bit. And uh, I, I guess for people listening to the pod, podcast, play tech, they they come out with these blades. You're gonna be able to describe these way way better than me. That I mean, I I I, I want to say make you more efficient and a little bit quicker off the draw, but I think that you can kind of get more into that. But before we even get into the, the X's and O's, the physics, the things that are like way over my head, tell us, tell us about like your uh, hockey, like coming up as a kid, like how did you get involved into this? And then where did this idea of blade tech come from? Cause it's genius. We, we had a pre-screening and we talked about it a little bit. I can't wait for you to talk about it again. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, my partner and I were, were Toronto boys, uh, from the East end, you know, Scarborough and Ajax respectively. And, uh, grew up playing competitive hockey. Neither of us were that good, to be honest. We never really did anything with it, but, you know, enjoyed the game and, and always still enjoy the game and play men's league now, like, like uh, most people our age. All matters, man. All roads lead to the beer league. Even That's right. That's NHLers, right. Man. <laughs> played, played SHA with a couple of NHLers. So, uh, so I got that, <laughs> that on my resume. But, yeah, the, the, it was just, it came out of, um, it, it was my partner Jeff's idea. He was a fourth year mechanical engineering student at the University of Waterloo. <sighs> You know, always uh, engineering, man. Yeah. I, 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 my brain just like short circuited when you said that, but that's sick. Yeah. Okay, there's, cool. <laughs> there's, you know, I, I, I ask him to explain things, and then I ask him to stop. I'm like, this. Is <laughs> but it's a very smart guy, but he, he grew up uh, at a certain age. He had to buy his own equipment, so then he started looking at really value of equipment and and, and skates in particular. And as he was going through this project he had to design something that was going to make something better like that was as broad as it was and so he started looking at hockey skates specifically uh and he looked at what the difference was you know if a company has a 10 10 levels of skates from a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars and every hundred dollar increment you get a better skate he was looking at it, he's like what's actually better and he realized the hundred dollar skate the thousand dollar skate had the same holder and the same blade on it so he says you're getting a better skate but you're getting a better boot and that's it yeah you started they're looking they're at, all the same thing right yeah it, you know and they were better boots and and there is a, a difference between a hundred dollar and thousand dollar skates but those middle tiers five six seven hundred dollars there's like better rivets on one yeah different stitching on another one that that was it that was the the only value added so he's like this is not really making much of a difference what can we look at here with the relationship between the holder and the steel that no one's really looking at or no one's really trying to, to make a difference. There were companies that existed that made better steel for sure, but it was really that how they interacted in that relationship between the holder and the steel. So, uh, you know, long story short, he looked at all the different technology in other sports. I mean, to almost directly was the clap skate 
that technology that was invented and then became um, allowed in the Olympics in the early 2000s. And the first time it was allowed, every single world record on ice was shattered. Like not shattered, every single one. So it was basically introducing a technology into a skate that works. So he took that and he came up with a design that actually included a metal spring into a regular holder with a regular blade to get that spring-loaded effect on the front of the blade. So he was doing that. I met him, and I have a, an entrepreneurship background, a business, a couple of business degrees, so that that's my expertise. And I met him with this prototype, and I said, this is a great idea. It wasn't a great product yet. It was a great idea. And I said, you know, I can help you build this. Let's figure out something that works, something that we can sell that you can, you know, is easy to install, easy to use, um, and works in the very same way that of this thing that you created. Right. Um, and that's what we, you know, fast forward a few months and, and iterations, we have now a flex force advantage steel skate blade. So it is a blade that is, it's one piece, it's by itself, but it's designed in a way to flex um, into the holder, cushions the impact on the knees. So that was the primary focus was actually looking at, at health benefit. So as you, as you push down on the blade, it flexes and in, absorbs some of the impact that your knee usually absorbs. So from a standstill, you can imagine you have a lot of vertical force right. that can help you move forward. So it cushions that. And then it stores that. And at the end of it, at the end of your stride, as you extend, then it'll release. It gives that back to you. So um, the best example of in hockey right now is the stick, the one-piece stick. That, oh, yeah, we can show this here. Thanks for – Yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's here's the impact here. As a, as a foot strikes the ice and you and you lean forward on the front, that blade will flex. It, it'll, it'll go into the holder. Um, cushions the impact, stores the energy. We actually measured – the reduced impact on 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 the feet, the knees, on everything is about twenty percent, up to twenty percent. So <laughs> you, you knees and things are absorbing less over time. And this is important for uh, for all players, but for beer leaguers like us, where we you know after a game it takes us an entire week to recover. Uh, this Unless is unless you're using Can I brands <laughs> promo code TMS twenty five. All right, yep, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is a way that the body is going to fatigue a little slower. So it allows you to play more. It allows you to, to recover faster because your, your muscles, everything is not as fatigued. So, so when, when he originally designed this, you talked about the spring. So did that come into like two parts? Yeah, it was, it was very, it was very complicated. It added weight. Um, there's a, there's, you know, solutions out there that are multiple pieces that are different things. And hockey players very... don't like that. Hockey players don't like change. They like just like your simple. Yeah. Boom. And that, that, I mean, that's an unreal adjustment, right? Because like my, myself, I, br I brought these blades to a guy that does my skates and he put them in in two seconds. Now, if this had a spring and like a hundred other things, I would have been mortified to even like begin to figure yeah, that out. So, so that's so unreal. Exactly right. The spring was a great, was a great way to show, you know, and we measured we did on ice measurements with the spring and showed that there's a benefit here. It's like, okay, but then how do we get this benefit into something that's going to work in the real world? Like something that any player like you or I can use and play. Um, and especially at the top level, I mean, the first, first players that were using our blades were NHL players. So we're like, how do we get these guys to use it? If we can get these guys to use it, I'm pretty sure we can get anybody else to use it too. Yeah. So that was it. It had to fit in. And, and here's some of the guys here and some of the teams we, uh, we work with. But it has to work. It has to be natural. It has to be a natural adaption. And just providing that little bit of uh, energy efficiency, that little bit of increase in 
uh, you know, decrease in force and increase in uh, in speed, which which it does at the end of the stride. Um, that's enough to to make you know an incremental difference to a player. So we we measured on ice. We did third party testing that measured gets five and a half percent increase in speed to any player on average. So that's based on your personal speed. So it's not going to make me Connor McDavid, but it will make me five percent faster than non Blade Tech Anthony on the ice. No, okay. and, and that's. Yeah. Jimmy, so, so so yeah, just a little backstory. Jimmy pulled his groin, I think, before you put the new blade tech in, or the the, the game, the first game. The first game I used them. Okay, so you do uh, have nothing to do with the blade. Nothing not, to do with I'm the like, blade. That's not good. No, I'm 30 yeah. years old and out of shape. Had nothing to do with the blade. Yeah. I was just saying I've had a kind of a a better baseline um, with before and after, and I felt like I was cruising on these. So my uh, my buddy Alex put up profile so i've never had a custom profile wow. before and i'm a very kind of north south skater um kind of use speed to my advantage but put it yeah you put it i guess an aggressive front end uh-huh. uh, profile to it and i was cruising um i i noticed there wasn't a big uh like change normally whenever i i get new skates i guess it could be the boot too but my you saw my steel before it was so super low yeah, yeah and yeah i mean the first shift i i hardly warmed up in him and it was no yeah no adjustment and then i just felt like I, the glide was incredible does does the flex on the blades i like, didn't feel it. it to be more explosive is that like kind of what it is because when i think of flex i think your, your foot's going down on the ice right and then you're kind of you're going forward so to me as a hockey player I'm sure you guys have seen these videos like growing up, like Paul Cree and Wayne Gretzky and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the first, like the most important part of skating is like your first three strides, right? Where like you're short, choppy, and and you're up, 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 go, and then you start getting into your stride. Is this blade kind of give you a little bit more? Is that is that what my understanding is? Yeah. So, and that's what you're what you're describing is exactly uh, exactly right. And and you know we've done a lot of tests of of short term, long term uh, skating drills the the huge benefit the biggest benefit that blade tech provides is in those first you know 30 uh 30 feet or, or that's the most important part yeah which is you know at the highest level that's how you play the game it stops and starts if anybody's yeah. doing this huge like cruising uh, <laughs> yeah. in the pros they're they're having to see it on the bench right yeah. especially if they're on columbus but <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the most benefit is when you have the most vertical force, and the, when you have the most vertical force uh, when you're skating is from stops and from uh, out of tight turns. So these really kick in in those when you're already flying forward. The flex force doesn't matter as much, but when you're coming out of tight turns and coming uh, changing directions, coming out of a stop, that's when the flex force kicks in the most, and that's when it provides the most benefit. So and that's when you yeah. have to be your most explosive too, right? Like yeah. coming out of the tight turn, you're going to a puck or it stops and starts. You're on the PK. You have to get the other side of the ice. Like that's when you need those extra yeah. seconds to get over there. Yeah. I mean, you, you need it in all sorts of situations of the ice. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it provides it there um, better than anything else. In fact, we did in those short drills, we actually had better results than the 5.5% on, on average. Some players are going up to 25% faster in a small area but you're, you're talking about winning a puck battle versus losing exactly it, it makes a huge difference when it comes to the game situation huge difference it was like borderline it's like spooked me how 
how into this kid I cut. Like I'm playing beer league and we're not really supposed to be playing the body as closely as I was, but <laughs> the kid literally was like, chill out, man. It's beer league. Yeah. It, was, it was an intense kid. And he's a kid from Shen, our rival school. So I didn't feel that bad. But <laughs> literally I, I kind of did a cut in um, to kind of take his body out um, as, as a breakout. And, and it was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn, I got good edges right now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, you guys started with the spring and you kind of pivoted and, and now you have the blade and now you're having him being tested and all this stuff. What's the process of like, do was that just like a giant pain in the ass? Like how long does something like that take being able to pivot? And like, were there parts where part, like, were there times where you're like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work or did you guys know for sure the whole time? Like, yeah, we definitely have something here. No, I, the idea was, was pretty solid and we knew that yeah. we could come up with something. And I mean, you know, obviously Jeff, has all the credit for for the creation and, and, and iteration of and producing this. But I, uh, you know, this was almost two years of, of, of research and development that to go into what you see today. Yeah. So it wasn't like we were trying to sell this spring loaded technology. We just knew that that wasn't going to work in the market. So it was really finding something that works. So I, I met him at the later stages of those two years Um you know, and then the technology was was so good. We actually, you know, filed for patent and have a patent issued in, in both Canada and the U.S. So wow. the way it functions um, was been patented for a long time. It's just this is the one design that works um, for a product that we can sell and a product that uh, anybody can use. That was the most most important thing. So that's part of the reason of why why we're successful now is because we've gone through that again two years of of the. The, the growing pains and the, the redesigns uh, to doing this. So we've had this product in the market for the last five years. Now we we tinker with different things like the quality, well, the quality of steel, we've always used the highest quality that we can get. Um, and now we're looking at different finishes, customizations, those types of things, which um, make the blade and the technology even better. How, how important is the quality of the steel? I, I uh, <laughs> brought you up last night. I had uh, Russ from spark sparks on last oh, week, which was nice. cool uh nice little crossover yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. blade week yeah. for me here but um he kind of inferred he didn't name the companies in particular but he basically said that there's certain steel companies that are um lower tier than the others and i guess if you could just touch on the material itself and why it is so important so it's something that's overlooked honestly and at least it was for me growing up. Yeah, it's something that's overlooked and often something that um, people judge the book by its, its cover, if you will. Mm -hmm. So blades that look cool, but you know what they're actually made up of is is not. Here's the bottom line of quality: uh, you can't fake it. You cannot you cannot fake a high quality stainless steel because there's the makeup of what's inside there. It's like it's like meat. It's like steak. It's like mm -hmm. For example, you go to McDonald's. Now, get a now we're talking. <laughs> this is where everybody's like, "Ooh, we're talking about food." Uh, this is, so you go to you go to McDonald's and you get a burger. That's technically beef, mm -hmm. right? It is not the best. <laughs> you yeah. know that. Right. That's beef. Uh, but you go to a fine, you know, steak restaurant and the and the cut of beef that you have there, because of the area and whatever is made right. up made up of what it's made up of is much higher quality. So our steel, we decided, you know, we had this technology invented and this bottom line, any company that produces steel, this comes down to a choice. You choose to spend more money on better quality material. There's no way around that. 
it's like fair trade and organic stuff. I work for Deathwish Coffee and like we we buy like fair trade organic because one, it helps out the environment, too. It's it's a better product, but it does cost more. So it's kind of like you're you're bang for your buck, right? Like exactly getting yeah. what you pay for in this situation. So we invented something that is unique and we think is the best performing product out there. We're like, we're not gonna cheap out on the material now. That doesn't make any sense. And it's not easy to do from a, a startup company with you know, we're no, it's gotta be really hard. Yeah. So no, um, you know, a few government grants in terms of, of developing the product, but uh, completely self-funded. So it was a really difficult, it's not an easy decision to spend that much money on the raw material to make sure it's the best raw material we can. But we knew with what we had that it had to, it, it was a natural thing. We had to do that. Otherwise we're kind of just almost cheating ourselves. You're uh, like half-assing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Would, like, yeah. After all this research and development, why would we do you that? You want to do that, oh. right. So steel quality in terms of performance on the ice and, and feeling the glide and all that stuff is 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 huge, huge. It is um, – we talk to a lot of retailers and about skates and, and all the different models and stuff like that, and they say they all say the same thing. Bottom line is value per dollar, what you spend on steel and spending on quality steel for the value and the performance that you're going to get out of it is no comparison to buying a higher level skate with the right. same steel. So, so, and aftermarket steel companies, you know, ours especially is really benefited from having that higher grade offering because you, you can't fake it. And, and people know, especially higher level players, you know, team equipment managers, they know it's good steel. Yeah, and they get it, yeah. steel. The guy at the pro shop will tell you if, if it's good steel or not, you know, yeah, somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. But, and, and, and so I'm sure Russ touched on this. He's like, mm -hmm. there are, you know, they measured, they have different measures. They did their own independent study and he, they shared some of the stuff with me. Yeah. There's all these different measures that they took and I'm, I'm sure he talked to you about them, but um, our goal is to be the, the best measure of, of any way you measure it um, to be the best out there, period. So um, I, I think we've, we've done a good job of that. No, that's awesome. And and we, we've had uh, a ton of different like uh, hockey businesses come on and discuss their products. And it seems like every time, like everybody's the same person. They're all super nice people that <clears throat> want to live the hockey dream, dude. And they work their bag off and yeah. their products are unreal, right? Yeah. The, I guess my question for you, like your biggest hurdle getting into this, do you think, would you say your biggest hurdle getting into this is the fact that it's a blade that people haven't seen before? Or do you think your biggest hurdle into this is like people don't think of like steel, like Garrison had mentioned, like growing up, it's like, that's not something that you really pay attention to. Right. Until like you're in the higher level. So like yeah. what, what, what has been, I, yeah, I guess the biggest hurdle, right? Like I mean, everybody has them. Yeah. Honestly, um, as you can imagine, the biggest hurdle is change, getting right. people to use something different. So uh, there's a couple of factors here. We have, you know, we, we broke into the NHL, the NHL, players were the first people using our blades. So it was getting them and getting the equipment managers on board with this is higher quality. You're going to have to sharpen it less. Um, it's a little different, you know, it might take some, some time for guys to get used to, but uh, we had a great adoption rate. We had over 80% adoption rate in the NHL. And it was basically because they were, the flexing was, you know, enough to work, but not too much to throw off the center of gravity to make guys feel like they're falling forward or anything like that. So uh, we had guys even use it in a morning skate and then they would play with it that night. Like that's how quick some of the guys adapted. Some guys took a couple practices, but uh, getting people to try it, honestly, sometimes is the biggest hurdle. Yeah. I also have at the retail level with guys running pro shops, 
I get the I get the phone call. This is classic. I get the phone call of of you know, and I go through the you know two minute spiel. Yeah. And they go, yeah, it sounds really gimmicky. Uh, you know, I've seen every. I've been doing this for twenty five years. Oh, okay, but <laughs> when he was a kid, so I know what I'm talking about, which are irrelevant uh, pieces of information. Uh, <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about, and uh, I was like, okay, but does that mean somebody can't create something new and different and work? well and so some uh, uh, some people in the industry are not open to change but there's enough and and there's a lot more now that are open to trying something and looking at something different obviously the skates and skate holders have advanced quite a bit in the last few years and because you can change your own like you guys change your own steel right you couldn't yeah. you couldn't really do that before right so because you can change your own steel you're more likely to to try something and now it is becoming much more common, especially players playing a lot, like guys are on the ice five, six, seven times a week if they're in that developmental stage, um, playing tournaments. So you got three, four, or five games over a two-day, three-day span. Carrying extra steel is now becoming as common as yeah. carrying extra sticks. It's, mm -hmm. It is now becoming the norm. So, you know, us as kids didn't think about it because you couldn't really change your steel. That yeah, wasn't offered. It wasn't really offered. Um, steel quality is probably a little better in your skates back then, but the I mean, fact you can do this uh, yeah. with your skate right there the makes all team. the difference. So we also hit the market at a great time where people are looking at this. Like you couldn't take. Do you know what that process on the older model was at least uh, five to seven minutes? You had to take your skate off. You had to pull the take the thing out. You have to and get the one bolt that nobody knows about. Wrench that no exactly. one has. Exactly. It's some sort of monkey wrench thing, but that only pro shops have. So you have to go to the pro shop. So sorry, it's not a five or seven yeah. minute process. It's like however long it takes for you to drive. There. There. Yeah, Plus, yeah. So so that changed it changed the game and changed the market completely for us. So the timing of of us doing this and coming into the market is really really beneficial. So we wouldn't have this kind of success or this kind of, uh, um, yeah, this kind of success without without that happening as well. So it's really cool, and it just makes sense. Like it, it, again, it was adopted at the NHL level. NHLers went from having a pair of skates and a backup pair of skates to having four to six pairs of blades ready for them at all times. Right, because um, nobody wants to break in a new boot either. Like like that's the worst thing in the entire world. Like yeah, putting on totally. a new skate for the first like five times, then it finally feels good. But like those first five times are brutal. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So this is an opportunity for guys like us, for example. You don't have to buy a new skate. I, I have guys that are – I have guys with old graphs on, right, and, and their blades are barely noticeable. They're so gone. And they're, they're like, yeah, I'm looking at buying new skates. And I tell – well, you don't need to. You can yeah. just put new steel in. They're going to feel like brand new. And then he goes, oh, yeah, really? Because I love – people have graphs and stuff love their skates. Oh, yeah. Graph, graph skate people are graph, graph people. people. Are <laughs> they're a special, uh, special bunch in the best yeah. way. But they – but a lot of them don't know or can't find graph steel made by graph anymore. Right. Um, but it's good to know, like, we are an option. We make it for every single holder. So even older style style tires, older style CCMs, older graphs, um, we've got it all. So this is this is uh, the one-stop shop where you can basically change, make your old skates feel new again um, and make your new skates feel even faster. So, And, and, it, and it allows you, like... I can't tell you how many times I've broken steel, like catching a catching a pass or whatever, and then it's that big headache, right? Like, oh god, now I have to go online. Now I have to order these like 
incredibly expensive fucking things. They're not going to get here for three weeks, and I'm going to have to figure out how to find one of those wrenches to put it back in the skate. Yeah, oh, like, it's this big pain in the ass, but like, yeah. it, it, it's so much easier now. You probably have kids, like you said, they carry extra steel in their skates where if something were to break, oh, hold on, I'm going to go to the locker room really quick and just put in a new one, and I'll yeah. be right back on. Oh, and they're already sharp, so... And we thought we thought about that too. So I mean, you guys saw the the package it came in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like this, I have one here, but like this is, this is re like we want quality extra steel. So you yeah. put your extra steel in here, you throw this in your bag so they don't get destroyed. Yeah. So you have extra sharp, extra pair of sharp steel with you. So everything we do is from a performance standpoint, even the packaging. I like, mean, and the packaging too, well, because right. you have to like go out of your way to like buy like some piece of shit, yeah. like uh fanny pack to like keep your place <laughs> in, but no, like, and yeah. you're right. It's quality stuff and it's easy in and out. You can throw in your bag. You don't have to worry about getting crushed or rusted or wet or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's important to, to think about the entire experience, not just we need to make good steel. Yeah, we do. And we have great technology in the steel, but what's the experience? Why, you know, why would players want to use our stuff and, and what can we do to make players lives easier? So, so you mentioned that uh, NHL players were the first ones to, to use the steel. Was that like your guys? Oh shit moment. We have something here. Like I, everybody who comes on, I ask them like what the Oh shit moment is when you know, you're really starting to cook. Like the, when you knew that like NHLers were like using them and not only using them, but like for a morning skate and going out and using them that night. Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, it's a good question. To be honest, I'm trying to, I mean, didn't try to answer this without sounding like a complete dick. But <laughs> we knew, like, again, two years of, of development and stuff, we knew what it was. Yeah. It was our job to convince people to. That is, that is that. What right. it was. So we were two guys that no one knew us, no one knew our company, no one knew our steel. So zero credibility. Um, and I went to NHL equipment managers and said, here's what we're doing. Here's why it's amazing. The price is double what you're paying for blades right now. Will you go do it? So it was it was that conversation and really selling them on the technology and the quality that that got us in. So I knew our oh shit moment happened when we were we dealt with New York Islanders, we dealt with the Washington Capitals, and the guy from Washington really loved it. He's like, "Cool, I want to I want to order um, sixty pairs." So he few for this guy, few for this guy, and we're like, "Sure." We only had 60 pairs. <laughs> oh, man. You're like, oh, yeah. We were like, yeah, of course. And then we were like, that's in our entire stock at the time. <laughs> uh, this is like first, like when we first started. That yeah. was so uh, so that was kind of, that was when we were like, okay, we now we need to figure out how to <laughs> make it faster. And yeah. Um, so that would, I think that would be kind of our oh, oh shit uh, moment is when, oh, okay, we did a good job. Everything worked out. And now we have no blades left yeah not yet yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why that was cool that was that was really cool and, and getting to know you know honestly and, and the experience we've had in getting to know those guys has been we're kind of hit with all those things all the time you know i got the matthews uh autograph jersey in the back and stuff like that like it, it, it's cool stuff as you know two toronto guys growing up obviously yeah. watching hockey um to get to interact with these guys uh one oh shit moment i had was uh, going to leaf practice, I would go to whenever teams rolled in because everybody rolls through Toronto, right? So, yep. um, I go to the practice rink and and talk to the guys. So I was at Florida a couple of years ago talking to the Florida equipment manager, and so the players were rolling in, and then uh, and Yager walked by me, oh, and I was like, and I just went. The guy was talking. I went, uh huh, and I wasn't listening. <laughs> Yager was wearing this 
big black. It was you know February, so it was middle of winter. But he's wearing this long black coat. He had his his hair, um, his black and white hair in a man bun, and he's badass. Like <laughs> this guy's, it was like walking legend. So that was so. There's a couple moments like that, which was uh, which are cool. So. That's awesome. And and you guys also signed a deal to become the official blade of the NWHL. That's a pretty big deal yeah. as well. How did, how did that come about? Yeah. So we have great partners. I got to give a shout out to Goodwood Hockey and uh, Kelly and John there that uh, they were connected with the league already as, um, you know, as part of the board and, and their league was expanding and growing and they were looking for other partners. And, um, and basically Kelly just thought of us and she called me and she says, Hey, do you want to work with the league? And we're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. We're like, okay, what can we do? So we came up with the ideas of, of we're going to be the official blade of the league. We gave every player the opportunity to use blade tech. Uh, many of them have not used it. Yep. Some of them had not heard of us before because, you know, we are still a small and growing company. So people have not heard of blade tech. So uh, it was the opportunity to get them on it. And we had incredible feedback. Um, most of the players, if not all of them, adopted it. Uh, they loved it. And it was, it was really about getting um, – you know, getting that on the ice and, and making players faster and um, really in, improving that experience for, you know, players, for fans, for everybody watching. Um, and then it was really getting players on it. Most of them adopted and uh, and using it. it was really making, you know, making players faster, making them better, improving their 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 knees and, um, you know, just just helping the game uh the game to be better, which is, which is what our goal is and, and players to be better, which is our goal um, for everywhere. It's, it's to make elite players of all ages better. Yeah. Um, obviously a little disappointing. They didn't get to, to finish their league, especially me on national television. That would have been huge. Yeah. Um, but we, we're going to, you know, we continue supporting uh, women's hockey is a, is a really interesting and cool area mm -hmm. um, that we definitely want to be part of. And we were talking to, you know, all sorts of, different groups uh we actually support local women's hockey uh women's and girls hockey clubs in the in the toronto area uh we have been for years so it was cool to do it on on a professional level as well that's sick and then what like you play beer league like what are the guys in the league talking about like like in your locker room like oh uh, yeah you know my guys on my team are pissed off and and it's tired of me talking about it so <laughs> <laughs> and i actually got some feedback from somebody else that that just bought blade tech and they loved it so much. And they're like, my team has banned me from talking about it because I've talked about it so much. <laughs> but uh, Guys are, are interested. You get the guys that are skeptical, you get the whole mixed bag. Right. And, right. and uh, especially some guys have been literally, you know, using the same skates gloves, you know, the guys, the change, man. there's no, there's yeah. no, there's no uh, palm left in them at all. Yeah. Just their hands with them equipment. on. Uh, so you get these guys, but, most of the guys, once they talk it a little bit, they wrap their head around it a little bit. They're like, okay, this, this, this makes sense. And yeah. at the end of the day, you're still getting a really good piece of quality steel. Like that is going to help you alone, let alone uh, the technology. It's really going to help your needs. So those types of players, they, uh, and I noticed this too, the first time I used it, you may not notice, like you guys noticed when you went on that you felt a little faster and stuff like that. Right you will notice a huge difference if you go back to non-flexible steel. Oh, back God. The real yeah. Is when you've been getting this mechanical benefit. I'll use a perfect example. Take If you take a wooden stick now and try to shoot a puck. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. It's going to feel so heavy. You're like, why is this so hard? Because <laughs> you're not getting that 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 flexing benefit anymore. So that's 
that's where we really uh, really see the difference. If guys, something happens to their skate, they have to go back to their old steel and they're like, oh my God, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, and you got you guys also uh, took part in the Red Bull Ice Cross. Oh yeah! Now that's that's the down the mountain thing, right? Where like yeah, you're cruising. I, I mean, that, so the bad. X Games of hockey. Yeah, I think it should be an X game sport. It, it's uh, those people. Number one are insane. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually got a bit of a story about that. So a few years ago, um, it came through uh, Ottawa. So I actually went with my. With my sister, my uh, my partner was available, so I went with my sister. We we drove up there, and we knew one guy. We had one guy on them already. You know, he was in the middle of middle ranked in the tour. Yeah, and we were talking to him. We're like, okay, we went up there. We're like, okay, we got to talk to, we got to talk to athletes. We got to get in there. How do we do this? Anyway, they had an athlete's tent because it was uh it was a begin beginning of March, and it was the coldest March on record in Ottawa. Okay, minus forty. And people were outside watching this stuff. Minus 40 Celsius. So people were outside watching this stuff. And it is like that is beyond yeah. 40 below freezing. It, it is insane that people were out there watching these races through the night. Um, so we're like, and I'm like, I don't want to stand outside at minus 40. What do I do? So we talked to the guy. We, we, we found out where the athlete's tent was. And we talked to the talk to the security guard or like, yeah, you know, we're, we're a sponsor of, uh, of athletes here, which is technically true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we managed to talk our way into the athletes, day, athletes tent two days in a row, just hung out there talked to people, told them a little bit about us and what we're doing. Uh, we got to meet Kale uh, Johnstone, who's been a huge, huge advocate from us basically since that moment I talked to him. Um, and he's kind of helped run. There's an organization now like Ice Cross uh, US. So it, it supports all the US uh, skaters in, in that uh, in that league. And uh, so we, we've, we over the years, we've put together a Team Blade Tech uh, stable, if you will. Oh, that's uh, cool. Athletes. So it's uh, five or six men, five or six women, including, uh, you know, Jacques, Jacques, Jacqueline uh, Le, Legere, who's the, the top woman. She's won three of the last four world championships, I believe. Pretty good. Um, pretty good stuff. And, uh, but our team is amazing. They're just, they're super awesome people. They're super engaging on, on social media and those types of things. And then we, we try to go out of our way. So Kirk Thornton's another one who was, he was supporting, um, uh, Oh, what was it? Vets. Oh, I forgot the, the, I have to look up the, uh, the, uh, the, the, it was a charity or, or whatever he was right. supporting. Uh, but anyway, he had it on his, on his Jersey and stuff like that. So we made a blade to match his Jersey and Jersey colors and then was able to put his logo and stuff on there. So all the media, everything we produce and stuff, it was just a little extra talking point and, and, and then guys all over the, the tour were to ask him like, yo, where'd you get those blades? Oh, sick. So the customization and stuff we do, which we haven't really talked about yet is, uh, is something that really, really, uh, is starting to catch the eye of, of all sorts of people and kind of, this is a new door we open that we can do all sorts of crazy, crazy things. So, um, but the Red Bull has been amazing. And if you watch a race and you know that rate, the, the, the start is the most important thing, right? Yeah. So with our technology, what we just talked about is if you can get out in front of the three other people that you're, you're gone, against, you're going to a great, you're in odds of winning and, Prove drastically. So, uh, so we've been able to help everybody. I think everybody on our steel has new personal bests. 
so so performance wise and stuff, these that's working as well. I mean, that works for you guys. Those are facts. I love that. Uh, and, and you mentioned the customization. Why don't we kind of dive into that? So Garrison pulled yeah. up a, a pretty cool picture of, of well, yeah, we got this too, but oh, why, yeah, why yeah. Kind of just break down the whole customization of these blades too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great shot. If you pull that one up. So what we've done is we've got different coating uh, material. So all of our steel is number one, the, 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 the best quality underneath. Well, we've we found suppliers that we can do this this coating uh, on it, which helps protect the steel, makes the edges last longer, helps with glide because it it, it fills imperfections in stainless steel and uh, helps the glide. So that helps with your overall speed as well. But the cool thing about the the coating that we have, obviously, we offer a black coating, but that same coating we can put pigment in and we can actually make it different colors. So we started producing different colors with this high performance coating that you know, we've been blown away by people. You can basically design your own. You can create anything you want. So we've got, you can see some of them in the middle there. That's, you know, baby blue and black, uh, red, white, and blue, uh, which is very popular for a lot of different uh, people. Uh, you can do solid colors. You can do anything you want. And we've, uh, we've really, really uh, expanded what we've done. So um, actually, do, do you want me to, sh to share mine if I can? I've yeah. got of the more some of the newer stuff yeah, yeah just to just to to share this uh let's see if i can do this here. chrome tab oh cool i can just share this one awesome can you guys see that okay yeah yeah so we did a solid so let me show you one here that i i particularly like and this was uh marina one of our partners in czech republic and she's like can you make white blades but then put uh, a little bit of red and blue into it. So if you can see this, there's little red and blue droplets just sprinkled like on the speckle. Yeah. yeah, but they're white and they're white blades. They're all white. So that's that one's really really cool. Um, one of our, our media partner, uh, MD Media, his is his beer league, the Mighty Drunks. Oh yeah, <laughs> navy white and red uh, with their logo. So really really cool stuff. We did all of the NWHL um teams wow. so this is this is a short video if you can see yeah. kind of going oh, sick. yeah so all of their their logos and colors all done so this is these were just special ones we did for them um uh, you know for you know if we do an all-star game or anything like that we can do elevates there and then all sorts of different um uh schools that we work with as well no, it's awesome. And that's just another avenue that you guys can kind of branch into and like try to conquer that market, right? Like Exactly, exactly. So um, basically sky's the limit in terms of what we can do. I think I stopped stop sharing there. You good now? Yeah. yeah. So sky's the limit what we can do. And we really open ourselves up to to, to people's ideas. Like we, anything, anything that we, um, you know, you're not limited to just getting a solid color or anything like that. If you really want to design stuff, like just let us know and we can, uh, and we can make, we can at least try, you know, <laughs> if we can't do it, we can't do it, but at least we can try to do all sorts of, of different things and cool things. So we're working, um, uh, another guy we're working with is Gubby, uh, Gooby customs. I don't know if you've seen any of his skates and stuff. Yeah. Got to talk to as well. Um, he's got a lot of exposure on NHL.com and things like that with, with, um, some blackout skates he does for, for BLM. 
Um, he's been asked by a huge manufacturers to do all sorts of different stuff. So we work with him because he customizes the skates and then we customize the steel to get like that full package of, uh, of, of truly customized uh, skate. I, lo- I love that, man. And that, again, it's just like another thing that everybody loves to be a little custom, bring a little razzle dazzle. So like, I, I love that. Uh, what, uh, what's next for you guys? Like, what, like, do you guys have big plans? Like that five-year plan? Maybe that's yeah, a little too businessy, but like what, what, what's next for, uh, for blade tech? It's funny. Business practices, like don't do a five-year plan. Things change too fast. So it's- <laughs> we have a general direction of where we want to go. Like we want to make, our goal, and this has been our goal since the beginning, is we want to be, we are the the one piece stick of skate blades. Like right. we want to be where it makes sense. This happened with with when those, you know, the the first like two piece yeah. carbon fiber stick with the wooden, you know, people were skeptical and like, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. It doesn't now it's like you're crazy if you use a wooden stick, right? Like, it, it, it <laughs> so, so we want that that to be adopted as like it, it doesn't make sense to have a, a, a stiff skate blade like you're not getting any benefit from that or you're getting very little. So we want to be the, the go to blade yeah. in all skates, period. So that's that's kind of in the next few years. We want we want to see that happen and, and kind of see that kind of adoption. And then who knows where we go from there if we, we become big enough to do start looking at maybe manufacturing a skate and maybe looking at is there any advances that we can have there that we can do something I only have two rules in, in, in business and in innovation and those things is you got to do something way better or way different. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise don't bother. So, so we're looking, if, if we do produce a skate at some point in the future or any other equipment, it's going to hit one of those, if not uh, both. So, so we won't do, we don't do anything unless, unless it happens like that. So, um, so who knows? We, we've got cool uh, opportunities coming up with different leagues um, different teams, different corporate sponsors. There's, there's all these things in the works. So, uh, so just stay tuned. That's all. And, and play tech hockey. I think that, I think you're the first guest that's come on that mentioned the word entrepreneur before BizDev has, and I'm sure he lit up when you said something like that. So, BizDev, do you have any entrepreneurial questions for uh, for Anthony? So oh, I'm sure yeah. you're chomping at the bit, man. Yeah, to- yeah. I mean, I, I do. Um, I was just looking though, um, when you were talking about the future and stuff, it looks like you're into sled hockey as well. You make uh, goalie and sled hockey skates, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah. we had a great, yeah, we had a great partner in uh, San Diego of all places, which mm-hmm. you wouldn't think about it, hockey in San Diego. But uh, there, we had a great guy uh, there named Frank who works, um, you know, plays with and with. There's a there's a, a sled hockey team associated with the Anaheim Ducks. So there's the, the San Diego Ducks. Um, and we had sponsored one of their uh, one of their athletes, Lyra, who's a, an amazing athlete. Like she does, she's becoming a professional skier now, Paralympic skier. So she's just she's just an incredible athlete, period. Um, but she was playing like on she's in the US development team and and uh, right, she's only 17. So like her she has a huge, huge future ahead of her. So we got into it. It was like somebody reached out to us and said, Hey, do you make blades for for sleds and the answer was why not no, well, we'll look into it yeah <laughs> we don't make it right now but let's see and we and we looked into it we're like okay this seems pretty simple the, the beauty it's only one size so yeah. we can make it and, and basically support anybody with with the with a certain with like 90 percent of the sleds out there so uh we now are are working um and hopefully working with some of the national teams in north america i'll leave it at that narrows right. a little bit 
but uh, it's not the Mexican national team. Uh, unfortunately, we have to connect with them. But um, we've connected with kind of national teams uh, around the world because the national um, the national team circuit for this and for Paralympics and for World Championships and stuff is huge. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was just a, a group of players that are, to be fair, honestly, no one thinks about all the major manufacturers don't make stuff for these for these uh, for these athletes. So. We're we're so excited to do it, and we're so excited with the uptake it has, and and people just love the fact that we're making we're making blades for sleds. It's it's such an important piece of the uh, of the sled. So um, so yeah, we we've we've explored that, and we uh, started doing a lot of things. We've we've done some camo uh, camo blades for vets uh, that were injured in the war, and now we're playing uh, sled hockey. So it's really, really cool. It's a, it's an amazing, another amazing group of athletes that we, that we are, are privileged to work with. So, um, so yeah, it was cool. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, totally. It's uh yeah, it's awesome to kind of get into that area and saw, you know, Jimmy and I would love to have somebody from, from that uh, side of hockey on eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we can, we can probably connect you. So let us know for sure. That'd be cool. cool. Yeah. And then also kind of, I noticed your strategy, which it seemed that you, just kind of went direct to NHL, like figured you knew you had the best product. You knew if the NHL uh, equipment managers caught on, it would be almost like a trickle down. Um, was, am I wrong by saying that was your strategy or was that kind of your, your thinking by if we can get here? 100%. Um, we, we needed to do that for a number of reasons. Uh, Number one, I knew they had budget for steel uh, that I wanted to charge them more for. So, uh, so that it, it helped us get started because it, if you give away steel for free at the beginning, you're not getting money in. So, right. um, the number one rule of entrepreneurship is cash flow when you're starting mm-hmm. a business. You have to have cash coming in. Period. So, I knew they were going to pay <laughs> um, because they had budgets and they, you know, they're obviously reputable right. as a company as all, all the teams are reputable companies. So uh, I knew I wasn't gonna have to like chase them for money or, or that they would have a risk of not paying. So that was actually from a business standpoint, it was really important to, to do that. But from a product brand standpoint, that's absolutely correct. Like we want the best player in the wor- players in the world. And if we can get them to adopt it and get them to use it, it, it shouldn't be a problem for anybody else that especially for aspiring right. players that want to be there. It was like, they want, they want, they always look at the pros and like, what are they using? Yeah. Uh, and I want to use the best stuff. I want to give myself the best chance of making it to the show. So, uh, so that was a natural, a natural piece as well. But, you know, really our focus is on, on has always been on, on building the best product and making it available to as many people as we can. So we work with, you know, the big guys, the pure hockey. And we work with some guys who started shops in the garage because everything was closed now. So, um, so we make it available for absolutely anybody. So anybody that is interested in blade tech and wants to get it, um, they just contact us and we work with them. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the NHL guys. I know you sent over a list. Are you, uh, are you able to say that or, uh, there's a few, uh, naming names is a, is a dangerous, yeah, in a public forum, but it, because we we don't technically sponsor athletes, um, they're paying for our products. But they're it's like anything else; they pay for sticks, gloves, you name it, right? So, um, obviously, there's 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 a but probably about ten players in the league that are untouchable in terms of that. But uh, we have most uh, a good majority of the New York Islanders skaters yeah. on our stuff. Um, 
Pamplona, Washington, um, Vancouver, um, Vegas, Golden Knights. They, they, their equipment manager loves our stuff, and and he's a good guy. Um, You're yeah. naming all fast teams, by the way. Like well, maybe, yeah. maybe the Rangers should figure it the fuck out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, not a not a coincidence, uh, fortunately. So it, it's it, it's been great to see, um, and uh, and yeah, we're hoping to grow there. But our, our focus is really um, not only just the NHL, but it's really that the, we've had huge huge growth, and there's huge huge opportunity in the NCAA um, in things like the women's the women's leagues and and other uh, women's groups that are that are coming up and and trying to make a professional a sustainable professional league. Um, uh, and we even have Frolunda up here. What's that? You even have Frolunda up here. Yeah, Hanks yeah. So we no we have a show every year when we had guys from Europe come. So uh, Frolunda and and Osbergers, no. uh, um, the Osberger Panthers. Uh, we we've got guys there, so it, it's been really cool. We've now connected, like we have distributors now in in a, basically every major hockey playing country in Europe. So they deal more directly with the team. So there's definitely a lot more that we don't even have on there that we've got player players playing on and been playing on for years. Um it's hard know, to get is it hard to get into junior leagues? Yeah, juniors a, is a, has its own challenge. Um budget's a big one for juniors. Yeah. Uh, and it's really so we're trying to work directly with players. So for example, like we sent a pair to Connor Bedard who's like yeah. one of the highly touted uh only player who ever get uh exceptional status in whl um so we're, we're working on getting some more players like that uh another guy we got working with uh with us as great as akil thomas yep you might know a couple LA of years kings, right la kings yeah he's on he's playing in ontario rain the their, their ahl team right now but he was actually earlier on he was over in uh, in berlin so when everything was closed down like last year late late last year he was playing in berlin for uh, I don't know, 15, 20 games, whatever. Oh, no way. So, yeah, that was a cool uh, – it was a cool experience for him. And uh, so he, he's he got a bright future as well. So we're trying to get more players like that or, that are up and coming that are, um, you know, really going to benefit, really going to help. It's going to help them develop um, and give them the best shot of, of making the best impression because we know these guys are, are, are so – highly scouted and and everybody's watching every single move so if we can have you know a little bit of of part of helping them out and, and helping them to achieve their potential uh we love doing that awesome man yeah awesome yeah you got any more last biz dev question uh if you were you know in your young 20s mid 20s again and uh you had some advice to give to yourself or some kind of entrepreneurs like us or anybody starting uh a brand or a consumer business kind of what, uh, what advice would you say knowing now? Uh, good question. And, and, uh, you, you know, I've been fortunate to come from that background. So I, I learned a lot of these things when I was, was much, much younger than, than my mid twenties, but a lot of people obviously haven't grown up in that environment and, um, and don't have the confidence in themselves. I, I think having the confidence in yourselves, well, well, number one is do your homework. So, like when I'm, for example, when we went and talked to NHL players, what I'm telling them is I know because there's been two years of research and development. Right. This is the best thing you can get. We know because we couldn't get it. We couldn't make it any better. <laughs> that was it. So, you know, confidence in yourself and saying that this is the best, no matter what people are telling you, because they haven't done the homework. They don't know. Right. So as education and, and, and telling them is you need to know your home. You need to know everything. Um, so you can speak confidently about it and don't, don't vary from that. 
Like if you think this is the best thing since sliced bread, tell them why, tell them why they should be interested. Tell them how it's going to make their life better. Um, and you'll, all you'll do is find the ones, those early adopters that will, uh, that will take you for it. So don't sell yourself short. Um, so many people told us, well, you should give, you know, samples to play to, to NHL players for free. I was like, well, no, they can pay for it. Like they have money to pay for it. Why? I don't have the money. They have the money. Like I need the money so I can build this and do many better things. Yeah. So why would I sell myself short at the beginning and, you know, shoot myself in the foot, especially right. when all that homework and, and to make the best thing that you can do. So, so doing that, knowing your homework and, and being confident, don't sell yourself short. Uh, and just knowing, you know, when you know where you add your value, make sure you do that. And, th and then the other two things was uh, better or different or both. When yeah, you're like both that. That's, that's for starting any business, doing any product or service. You have it has to be better. It has to be different. If you're trying to compete with people on price or are these other things, forget it. <laughs> forget it. So um, I have very strong views about uh, business and, and, and entrepreneurship and, and startup. So, um, so those are my, uh, those are my pieces of advice. Totally. Well, you're both, both different and better. It sounds like. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. That worked out. Always trying. It, it is like, it's not like it stops. It's an ongoing thing. It's, it's every time we do something is like, okay, we did it. Okay. We screwed, we screw up all the time, by the way, like this is, don't think that we're perfect and everything we do works a hundred percent of the time, all the time. And, you know, I, I follow some great people like Michelle Romanoff, for example, who's a, um, she's a, a local like a Canadian entrepreneur who's done sold businesses to um, Shopify and sold businesses to all, all sorts. She's a she's on Dragon's Den. She's one of the dragons, which is the, the Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we actually pitched on Dragon's Den a few years ago, our episode, oh, yeah. but we were on there. Yeah. Um, but she's like. You know, we're failing all the time. Everybody sees the successes, the great things that happen. But behind that, each success is about 100 failures. Right. Um, so so failing failing is absolutely learning. You you, you don't get better without doing it. Uh, you just try not to fail so big that you destroy your <laughs> Like you take little risks and, and make little learnings and successes. And the more you do that, the, the better off you'll be. But like, yeah, don't uh, don't bet the farm or anything. That's uh, don't buy Bitcoin with all your savings. Like, you know? <laughs> uh, thank you. That's good. That's great advice. Yeah. Anthony, I mean, thanks for coming on, man. We learned a ton. People who are listening, I'm sure learned a ton and it's legit. Uh, Biz, Dev and I actually have a skate tonight that we're going to go mm -hmm. to. So it'll be nice, nice to get back out there on these bad boys. Well, um, closed down here. So I'm very, very jealous. Oh um, yeah. We're, we're kind of lucky. I, I just recovered from the COVID. So it's oh, like, really? yeah. So I have the antibodies and everything. I'm rip ready to go, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> but check it out guys. Bladetechhockey.com. Uh, I mean, they're, they're legit. We don't bring anybody on here that we, that we think is a clown or anything like that. These are <laughs> fucking legit blades by people who know what they're talking about. NHL players use them fucking NWHL uh, through Lunda in Sweden. Like if the people in Sweden are using these blades, like you guys can get these for beard league. It's bottom line. So, uh, Anthony, thanks for copping on Garrison. You have anything else? Jimmy's never been to Canada. So uh, Toronto hockey hall of fame. It's, it's in our near future. So we're going to, we're going to come visit. I was living down the street from there. So you guys want You guys want a tour guide? Let me know. I'll oh, I love that. Happy oh, to yeah. actually. I used to work with a former uh, former colleague of mine. Her 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 dad works there, so we can probably get in. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> when it, when the borders open, we'll we'll definitely. Yeah. Talk. 
for sure. Um, if you guys want to do this, I was going to offer this. Uh, if you want to do a giveaway with your, with your followers, uh, anybody that listens, listens stuff and, and gets to this point of the podcast, cause they listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a giveaway. So oh, yeah. decide how you want to do it. If you got one people to follow or, or tag or, or, or whatever. Um, yeah. If, if you're, if you're listening to the podcast at this point, which I hope most of you are uh, at morning underscore skate at blade tech hockey at blade tech, yeah. hockey, which is right there. Boom. Biz dev was already on it. Uh, follow both accounts. We're going to, we're going to put out a, uh, we'll put out a picture or something like that. You'll have to like it and tag two friends, like follow awesome. both of our accounts. Boom. Entered. Awesome. We'll do customization on the blade. Everything you got. You got uh, it. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. I, I our followers do too, but uh, class act, Anthony, from Blade Tech Hockey coming on. Uh, we appreciate you hopping on, man. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> I'm so fresh, man. <laughs> Y'all scared to do it how I do it. <laughs> <laughs>